Mount Olive Lutheran Church, located at 2170 Havasupai Boulevard, Lake Havasu City, Arizona, brings you this weekly radio program, Winds Through the Olive Trees. This program was recorded at our previous week's church service. We are an affiliate congregation of the ELCA Churches in America. At Mount Olive, we serve Christ by welcoming all growing in Christ and sharing God's love. Listen now as Pastor Craig Corbin brings you the message. Good morning. Welcome to worship. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. After six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John with him and led them up a high mountain where they were all alone. There he was, transfigured before them. His clothes became dazzling white, white, whiter than anyone in the world could bleach them. And there appeared before them Elijah and Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say, for they were frightened. And then a cloud appeared and enveloped them, and a voice came from the cloud, This is my son whom I love. Listen to him. And suddenly when they looked around, they no longer saw anyone with them except Jesus. And as they were coming down the mountain, Jesus gave them orders not to tell anyone what they had seen until the Son of Man has risen from the dead. The Gospel of our Lord. I invite you to join me as we... Invoke the Holy Spirit this morning in our time of meditation together. Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, and fill the hearts of your faithful, and kindle in us the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and we shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the Lord. O Lord, who by the light of the Holy Spirit instructs the hearts of the faithful, grant that by the same Holy Spirit we may be truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolations. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Been giving a lot of thought this week, this whole transfiguration and the whole light image, the brightness of Jesus up on this mountaintop with the disciples. The transfiguration is something I've preached on many times. Kind of felt like I'm not quite sure that's where I want to go this week, but I'm working on this whole light theme. So I thought perhaps it would be good for us to spend a little bit of time to remind ourselves of who has made all of this life and light possible. In the very first chapter of Genesis, in the first four verses, it says that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters, And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. Now, the New Testament account of this creation story is found in the Gospel of John. In the first five verses, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that had been made. And in him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Today is a good day for us to again be reminded of the one who has made all of life and light 
and creation possible. Genesis 1 tells us in the beginning God created. And the very first thing that God made possible was for there to be light to illumine the face of the earth. Before anything else in all of creation came into being, light was the most important and the most essential element of creation. God brought light into existence, and it is the same light that illumines our path to this very day. As John 1 verses 4 and 5 affirms, in him, in Jesus, was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Now, if you look at that word that talks about the darkness has not overcome it, it is a present tense word phrase which basically tells us that it is an ongoing light that continues to this very day. It illumines and outshines and overcomes any and all darkness. It's almost like the song that we sang this morning for the choir, that there's no distinction for God between light and darkness because the light outshines the darkness. Genesis 2, 7 says that the Lord formed the man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. Now let's just think about that for a minute. Of all the creatures of the earth that have ever come into existence, and that's literally thousands, thousands, of all the creatures of the earth that have ever come into existence, you and I, we human beings, we are the ones who have been given the privilege to stewards God's creation. And not only that, but we have been given the ability to communicate the gift of life and light that God has given freely to us. Some of the words that have been spoken and written from those who have come before us are these. And I want to just share a few passages of Scripture for you today. One of them being from Isaiah chapter 64, verse 8, where the prophet Isaiah says, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay. You are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. Just thought I'd bring a few examples today of some work of potters. Uh, pottery is something that's a little bit partial to my wife, Kim. She loves collecting pottery. I believe all three of these pieces were made by various potters from the state of Wisconsin when we lived there. And I think one of the things that we should always keep in mind for the sake of being humble is the fact that we need to be reminding ourselves continually over and over again that we are but dust. And we're going to be reminded of that again this coming Wednesday when we come into, the pre into, this, into this sanctuary, and we will be, have opportunity to come forward where we will have uh, ashes placed upon our foreheads by the sign of the cross, and we will be reminded that we are dust, and to dust we shall return. And yet, we are also reminded that be, even though we are dust, that God, through God's handiwork, through God's creative mastery, he has made us 
beautiful and wonderful. In Psalm 139, it says, verse 14, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. I, thought, I sometimes think we need to hear that. We need to be reminded of that because oftentimes we live in a culture that says we always have to be body conscious. We always have to be continually thinking about how it is that we are how we look. And yet, even though we are simply dust, we are simply made out of clay, we are wonderfully made. We are God's miracle of creation. And from the Apostle Paul in Ephesians 2, verse 10, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Imagine, if you will, there are over, there's, there's almost, there, there's currently in the, in the world, there's 6,500 air-breathing mammals. 6,500 air-breathing mammals in the world of different species. And of all the creatures of the earth, you and I are the ones who have been given in and through our life that privilege to be stewards of God's creation, and we've been given the ability to actually speak and to communicate through our lives and through how we speak and how we live our lives. We are the ones who have been given the ability and the gift of life and light that God has freely given to us, and we are the ones that have that opportunity to give that witness to that. Jesus is the light of all mankind. Scripture tells us that. And he has come to us freely of his own accord. And he has not only given us life, but Jesus has bestowed his love and his grace upon us. His love and his grace, which is completely undeserved and unmerited. We ourselves, we have done absolutely nothing to deserve this gift of life, this gift of mercy, this gift of love, this gift of forgiveness that Jesus bestows upon us. It is all there for us to receive as a gift. We are simply the clay. We are simply the clay pots molded and shaped by God. We have been wonderfully made in the image of God. And the breath of God is in us. And because that breath of God was breathed into us, we are now living beings. And we are the living beings that are the ones who have this wonderful privilege of communicating that gift of light and life that God has given to us freely. I was drawn this week to our epistle lesson from 2 Corinthians. I spent a lot of time this week just reflecting and thinking about these words from the Apostle Paul in the second letter to the Corinthians. And I thought as I, as I was reflecting on it, I was reading various versions. I read the New International Version. I read the... the uh, the Revised Standard Version, I read the, the Greek Orthodox Version. I, I, I read all different types of uh, translations of that, but the one that really spoke to me the most was the one that's not necessarily a translation, it's more of a paraphrase, but it comes to us from what we call the Message Bible. And I want to share with you the words of how Chapter, chapter 4, verses 5 through 7 is phrased in the Message Bible. It says, Remember, our message is not about ourselves. 
we're proclaiming Jesus Christ. We, all we are, is messengers, errand runners from Jesus. And it started, it started when God said, light up the darkness. And our lives filled up with that light as we saw and understood God in the face of Christ. All bright and beautiful. Hmm, I wonder what they're referring to there. Was he referring to the transfiguration perhaps? That our lives filled up with light as we saw and understood God in the face of Christ, all bright and beautiful. And he goes on, he says, this is the verse that I love, and it's actually a verse that was not included, but I wanted to include it because it spoke to me powerfully this week. It says, we carry this precious message around in these unadorned clay pots. We carry the message around in these unadorned clay pots of our ordinary lives. Now, the New, Te the New International Version of verse 7 says, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We carry this precious message around in these unadorned clay pots of our ordinary lives. For some strange reason, that really spoke to me because in a certain sense, that's really what we are. We're just ordinary clay pots, aren't we? Although I did have one person last night as she was exiting the congregation, she said, you know, no one's ever called me an unadorned clay pot. Well, you better get used to it, folks, because that's what you are, and that's what we are, you know? No matter how much we want to make ourselves look really good, all we are really is a bunch of dust that's been wonderfully and fearfully made. And we need to affirm that. We need to, we, we need to continually affirm ourselves in that. And as I was thinking about that this week, because I, I spent a lot of time in my office, but I was also spending a lot of time out and about around the campus this week because the place, the place was buzzing, you know. Um, and this, this past week was one of those rare weeks in the life of this faith community where we were given this opportunity to come together in the name of Jesus. We gathered together this past week in the name of Jesus. Yes, we may not have actually said, oh, we gather together today in the name of Jesus, but you know what I'm saying. We all know. In our unadorned clay pots of our ordinary lives, and we shared some precious time together through this huge yard sale that we had and as I was sitting in my office and as I was wandering around, you know, I, I, I kept looking at everybody and kept thinking to myself, oh, we're just a bunch of unadorned clay pots. I mean, you know, I think about Skip. Where's that, that Car Carhartt jacket and he's got this scrubby beard, you know, and he's got his cap on. You all know Skip. You know, I'm just, a, I'm just this unadorned clay pot. You know, and then we had all these people running around with these red aprons on, you know. Well, I'm part of the burrow cell because I wear a red apron. Everybody knows that I'm a part of the crew. And we all had our Mount Olive volunteer shirts on, of course. And, you know, I, I just, we were just mingling together all week long. And we were sharing and fellowshipping together and having all kinds of exchanges with conversations, and not only with ourselves, but all of these various people that were coming in and going and looking and, you know, trying to find a bargain and all that stuff. But it was all being done in the name of Jesus. And here we were, this unique blend of unadorned clay pots in our ordinary lives, you know? And yet, 
your unique God-molded clay pot. You showed up, and your light-filled life made possible by the light of Christ, it was here. I don't know if you know, you didn't necessarily think about that, but that's really what happened, is that you showed up this week, and your light-filled life made possible by Christ, it was here. And whether people out there who were coming and going, whether they were aware of that or not, they saw and they experienced Jesus in the midst of our unadorned clay pot ordinary lives. You and I, we share the treasure that you have within, that we have within us. Every one of us this week shared the treasure of Christ's love through our ordinary lives. And on this Transfiguration Sunday, yes, it is Transfiguration Sunday, We are given another glimpse into this awesome beauty and brightness of God's glory. It is there to once again remind us that Jesus is God, that Jesus is light, and that that light has been with us since the beginning of creation. And that light that has been with us since the beginning of creation, absolutely nothing, nothing will ever be able to shut out or extinguish that life-giving, life-saving light of God. Our lives are filled up with that light as we see and understand God in the face of Christ, all bright and beautiful, and we have the daily privilege to carry this precious message of Christ's light, the light of this undeserved, unmerited love for all people, the message that is not about us, but the message that is about Jesus, the light. And we have the daily privilege to carry that message around in these unadorned clay pots of our ordinary lives. All right, go forth, unadorned clay pots. (laughs) Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Now please join with me the Lord's Prayer. Our Father has taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you may abound in hope for the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We hope that you've been enriched by this broadcast. We invite you to come and join us. Our worship times are Saturday at 5 p.m., Sunday morning at 8 and 10 a.m. Youth join us weekly for Sunday school during the 10 a.m. hour. And on the third Sunday of the month, the youth lead the 10 a.m. worship. Visit our website at mtolc.com or call us at 928-855-2299. Our worship is ended. Let your service begin.